Hi, I'm Nick. And I'm Ed. And welcome to another episode of Man and Superman, two gentle geeks talking about comic books, movies, and other assorted geekery. Today we're going to be talking all about the best of the Batgirls. But before that, how are you, Edward? I have a really sore throat. Oh. <laughs> I'm probably going to... You've s- been up shouting at Vans again, haven't you? Yeah, I'm going to sound a bit more Christian Bailey this episode, probably. Um, just <sighs> By the end, I'll just be like... I mean, I would encourage you not to do the voice, no, no, because no. it's probably I mean, not going to help <laughs> no, the that's voice. That's a really bad idea. Yeah. I can already feel. Yeah. Ah. But yeah, no, other Polyps, than that, I'm, I'm, I'm... Actor's I'm, revenge. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, other than that, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I've had a fairly busy couple of weeks uh, um, in the theatre world, but uh, yeah, how about yourself? How, how have you been? Yeah, fine. Same old, yeah. same old? Yeah. Yeah, done some stuff. <laughs> stuff is good. Stuff I'm not proud of now. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> stuff I will come to regret in I mean, many years' time when they come for me. I mean, that is what's happening in Hollywood at the moment. Yeah, no, absolutely. Stuff that people should have regretted yeah. more to stop them and doing sh- it. Maybe shouldn't have done it. Yeah, just don't do place. it. Yeah, just no, don't, absolutely. don't do it. It's speaking not okay. Of, speaking of which, actually, <clears throat> yeah, I know we weren't huge fans of uh, Wonder Woman. But no. um, I read uh, an article today that Gal Gadot has said that she's not coming back for the next Wonder Woman um, unless uh, Warner Brothers get rid of Brett Ratner as producer. Um, because I mean, I think they should get rid of Brett Ratner as producer just because he's Brett because Ratner. Brett Ratner. Um, I mean, it's Rat Pack, isn't it? It's his producing production company. Oh yeah. Oh, so oh, is it? Is it? That. It's not. Is it? Because this is the thing. Like <clears throat> when all these allegations came out yeah. against him. Like, it was saying that he was responsible for this and this. And I was like, he did not direct these movies. And then I looked back and realised that it said produced, or was yeah. involved with. Yeah. And then I looked up and, yeah, it was Rat Pack Entertainment had done. Rat Pack Entertainment. It's up there with Cruel and Unusual Films, which I think is Zack yeah. Snyder's company. But that's the, the thing with Rat Pack is obviously because he's called Brett Ratner. Yeah. I can't remember what the other person's called, but I think he is has got Pack somewhere in his name. Oh, okay. So it kind of makes sense, but they're obviously co-opting the Rat Pack, yeah, to make themselves seem important. Which they're not. <laughs> no, certainly not. Well, sadly, they are. That's that's sort of the. Well, Brent Ratner is supposedly a big player in Hollywood. Now, I've never th- considered him to be because he directed X Men: The Last Stand, and no, that was I... that was the last straw for me. <laughs> well, I think... that and the horrible treatment of women. I mean, that yeah. in many ways was the last straw. I mean, I, for me, um, X Men. The Last Stand was the first straw for me. I think oh, the, that was the first thing of his I ever saw. It's the first straw that broke the camel's back. <laughs> yeah. It was sometimes uh, proverbs don't quite bear out, and sometimes you know straws are very, very, very strong. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I, I think I, I think that's the only film of his I've ever seen because he did Rush Hour. Is that right? Yeah, I've seen Rush Hour. It's fine. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't say it's the best. Chris Tucker being Chris Tucker and uh, Jackie, Jackie Chan, Chan being, being Jackie, Jackie Chan. Chan. Yeah, no, sure. But um, that's enjoyable in its own way. Yeah, no, absolutely. Rush Hour two less so. That's you know there was less focus on Jackie Chan. I mean, I think the thing is that if you're going to make a martial arts film, make it about the person who can do martial arts, not the guy who can talk in a high pitched voice. What are you talking about? I can't do that don't, with my voice. I just I'm sure, I, I think I'm just banned from doing voices. It's a shame because that does give some richness <laughs> to the otherwise monotony of this podcast. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it's <clears throat> awful. 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 Lots of awful things have been done yeah. by lots of awful people. Yeah. No. Definitely. And they should go away <laughs> in an orderly manner. But I think that you know, obviously, all the stuff with Weinstein and everything, you know, 
Louis C.K. Yeah, Louis C.K. As, well. as well. But I think I think not the people. nice thing because obviously it it shows that people have been living with this for a really long time. Absolutely. But I guess maybe not the nice thing, but the positive thing about Weinstein, who for many years was considered untouchable because he was basically the guy in Hollywood. Um, the fact that he was kind of taken down. Um, I feel has really galvanised everyone else to be like, well, if he can, if he can't get away with it, if even he, then you know, yeah, everyone else. Is I mean, that has to be the message is that no, no one can get away with it or yeah. should get away with it. No, definitely. Um, but yeah, no, I just saw this article this morning and I thought, you know, for as much as we didn't like Wonder Woman, you know, good on Gal Gadot for, you know. I mean, yeah, there's a, I never questioned the integrity of the people who made it, apart oh, from yeah. Brett Ratner. Sure. Obviously. <laughs> question his integrity at every turn. Yeah. No, I mean, so. I didn't know anything about the allegations. So. But even so. Still. Until they were published in the paper. Yeah. In which case, you know, there's nothing I could have done. That's no. what I'm saying. <laughs> but if I could have, I'd like to think I would have. Sure. But the problem with that is that we would all like to think we would have. And there are obviously lots of people who did know and didn't do anything because of the culture of shame and silence around these things. I mean, and we've got to tackle that as well. That's the thing to remember. It's not just the people, is it, that yeah. that are doing it. I mean, obviously you've got to tackle that, but you've also got to tackle the enablers. Well, I mean, Batman and the enabling culture. Batman himself. Fuck the patriarchy. Ben basically. Affleck, uh, upon hearing about Harvey Weinstein no. several years ago, was like, "God damn! I told him to stop doing that." And it's like, oh. Yeah. Well, maybe report it to the police, Ben. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's that's their job, that's isn't normal, it? Yeah. That's what they're for. And uh, you know, don't be a cock. Yeah, well. Deserved. But then he also has been accused of. Yeah, absolutely. Stuff. So you know, it's been it's been in some ways it's it's it's, it's, been it's, it's couple of weeks. positive in the sense that hopefully this means there will be a change. In Hollywood and a change in the industry, but yeah, definitely. You know, you've got to keep fighting for it. Sort so. of stamp down on NDAs. Um, NDAs is that right? Well, just just yeah, just cunts basically. Yeah, basically. I mean, <laughs> horrible, yeah. dirty old perverts. Absolutely, That's, we don't need any more of those. Yeah, let's we've got have, plenty. Let's just, have, let's just have <laughs> a cut off of age in the industry. Once you're a particular age, eighteen, and over, not <laughs> not allowed to be in the industry anymore. That's it. We'll just do it at eighteen. Yeah, It'll be fine. Yeah, children actors are the best, right? No, They're although awesome. to be fair. I'm, I'm very late off the bandwagon with this. Off uh, the bandwagon. On the bandwagon. Oh, I just get got on off it. the bandwagon. Get on it. I, I was on it, and now I'm off for a brief period. But um, I finally watched um, the entirety of the first season of Stranger Things. Mm. That is a show with some excellent kid actors. I'm yeah. really late in saying this, so everyone's like, yeah, Ed, we know. But it's really good. I'm not because you haven't seen. It. I haven't seen it. It's really good. It's really. Good. You know me. I don't like to watch things if other people enjoy them. <laughs> I only watch things in which case that people find miserable. I hated it, and everyone hated it. Well, I feel that you're only saying that to make me watch. No, it. definitely. I, I I hated it every moment. Hand of it. it critically bad. <laughs> Just I... don't look it up on Rotten Tomatoes. It's fine. Tomatoes. Oh God. Oh no. Sorry. Don't give me that look. Weird. <laughs> what happened there? I don't know. You I'm channeled sure. an American. Yeah, that's it's my fine. Throat. There's nothing wrong with tomatoes. It's a perfectly <laughs> rational way of saying a word. Just not potato. It's just, just yeah. I mean, that doesn't that make doesn't any make sense. sense. Cold porter. No one says potato. <laughs> um, I mean, some people say <clears throat> patatas because they're they're using a different word from a different language. Yeah, that's perfectly acceptable. Yeah, but potato. I mean, it's not really up to me what is acceptable. <laughs> if you say potato, good on you. Write in, tell us. <laughs> tell us. I say potato. potato. Obviously, we will read that as I say potato. potato. <laughs> so there will be a difficulty in the media. Yeah. Maybe you'll have to record it 
send it into us. There's that great I don't know SNL bit that Christopher Walken did, and he's there singing, and he's just going, "You say tomato, I say tomato. You say potato, you say potato." And Justin Long comes on and is like, "Oh, Christopher, what are you doing?" And it's just like, "I'm I'm reading the cue cards. They're all the same." <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so good. Nice. Um, do you want to hear the, literally the only bit of news that I? Um, there's, there's there's plenty of plenty of things we can talk about. Oh, okay. I, I'd love to hear it from your mouth. Well, I've I've only got one bit of news. Well, but, um, if it's not the bit of news I'm thinking of, then I'll tell you the other bit. Is it to do with Disney? No. Oh, well, okay. sort of. Is it to do with Fox? No. Oh, okay, brilliant. Then my news is Woo-hoo! so yeah. Um, apparently Disney uh are in talks potentially to um purchase Fox's entertainment uh news branch. Um, so not like their new, oh. so not their news or will it be presented by album. Disney princesses? Yeah, definitely. Great. Um, and uh, Robin Hood from the film Robin Hood, <laughs> and who the was fox. a fox. <laughs> um, and yeah, the fox in okay. So the f- the titular fox, fox of the hound. Yeah. So so yeah, twentieth century fox is actually going to be a Disney character. So basically, no. Um, so basically, um, I think they're not allowed to. Um, I think because it would mean they'd own competing networks, but they're not allowed to purchase. Uh, the news or their sports or something like that, but their entertainment mm. brand, like their films and their TV output, um, they're looking to be purchasing, which means um, Marvel Studios potentially going back the rights to X-Men and Fantastic Four. Well, that's good. Another associated character. Yeah, I mean, it, can we relax the rules and just let them buy the news so they can change it into something that's worthwhile? Yeah. <laughs> like a toilet. <laughs> or a I mean, new I don't show mean to... presented by animated foxes, which I would watch. I mean, I would watch that. I'd watch that in a heartbeat. I wouldn't watch it if it was the same content, though. <laughs> no. Because it's, the, just... it's not really the people. I mean, I do find the people objectionable, but it's the just content Just Robin more. Hood, like, railing against immigrants. and Yeah, you wouldn't do that. No, he's, he's a fox CD. <laughs> I mean, come on. Chickens, if anything. Invasive species, well, he though, maybe. With a chicken. He worked with a chicken in he, that yeah, film. Yeah, fly, fly club. <laughs> no, he was a badger, wasn't he? <laughs> I don't know. I've never seen it. Oh, it's really good. But it's genuinely but, but really good. But that was that was just a pun that came to mind. It my was head. really good. I enjoyed you it. Know. <laughs> Come on, it should they should have done that? Yeah, no, definitely. No, Fry Tuck. I mean, a, they keep all the names. Like Fryer, Fry Tuck is a badger. Um, what's that about? Uh, Little John is a bear in the English woods. Uh, there aren't any bears in England. <laughs> well, in, in Disney's I mean, Robin Hood, there may have been at some. I don't. I'm not. Not up on um, bear. King Richard is is a is a lion Bears, with a massive yeah. mane, and of course he is because the lion. Or, huh? The lion, yeah, yeah. I mean, sure. I mean, he didn't actually have a lion's heart. It wasn't a <laughs> transplant <laughs> situation. Just <laughs> real, ye oldy. He's called transplant. that because he was brave. Yeah. No. no. Well, um, only yeah. a very bad king. Ki- I mean, Prin- that's not why he was called that, but he was a very bad king. Well, Prince John in that film so. also also a lion, but without a mane, so he, he looks like a, a maneless lion. A, a maneless lion. Yeah. Mainly seems, I mean, <clears throat> that's weird. Yeah. It's really good, though. It's worth watching. It's very funny. <laughs> good. <laughs> I mean, I've got probably better things to be doing with my time. Than watching Disney's Robin Hood? Are you mad? Oh, I've got other things to be doing with my time. <laughs> um, but yeah, so what, what What? was the... New Punisher trailer. Oh, yes. Yeah, no, I did So, it uh, gives us a release date of November 17th this oh, year. Oh, that's really soon. So, yeah, it's in a couple like of a weeks. Week. That's this uh, week. Yes, this week. So next Friday, I think. Okay. Shall we review that instead of just Well, this that's week? that's the thing I was going to say. It leads us into a dilemma where either we review something that looks really awesome 
or the we Punisher, review or we review profile. the Justice League. Um, maybe, maybe we should watch one each. I was thinking, <laughs> what we should do is 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 watch some. Well, definitely watch Justice League, and we will do the review about Justice League. Mm-hmm. If it's not great, but not shit. If it's not, if it's terrible, obviously we'll rip it apart like we did Batman v sure. Superman. But that made us apoplectically angry though yeah if it makes us apoplectically (laughs) angry i think we should obviously give that airtime yeah because people want to hear our rage and frustration sure but if but if it's just sort of meh maybe we can talk about punisher yeah i mean as well the the initial because i feel like we're 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 running out of episodes for this year time is running out on the episodes for this year because you always go away at christmas just you just go away just go away (laughs) i go on my i don't really think about where you go (laughs) No. I just go on my pilgrimage. No, obviously, obviously you go and spend some time with your family, so yeah, which is yeah. understandable. <laughs> which fine. is, I guess, yeah. whatever. Um, and 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 it's hard for us to record towards the end of the year, so yeah, absolutely, we're running out of slots. Yeah, that sounds weird. Um, <laughs> yeah, we can so do that half know, but, and half. But maybe we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. We may not have watched all of Punisher by then, or all of Justice League. <laughs> I just, I'm not looking forward to it. Well, to say. The, the initial Twitter roundups, because uh, obviously the, there's a review embargo until, of course, because the, until it's the day shit. before, um, which doesn't inspire confidence. But no. the initial Twitter roundups are basically critics going, it is very flawed, but there are there are good moments in it. Um, yeah. And it won't make you as angry as Batman v Superman. Um, I mean, nothing could make you that angry. <laughs> is that but is that because it's not as bad as Batman v Superman, or is it because you already expended the rage and energy on that film, and now you, <laughs> you expect nothing less? Yeah, yeah. You know, the, you're not expecting it. I mean, not that we went into Batman v Superman with any expectation of it being good. No, because we had no faith in this franchise no. at that point. Um, Do you fit? It's been so long that this. This non DCEU, which is not called that, it's called something else, which, yeah, which I can't even remember announced. what I don't remember. Yeah. Um, if they have announced it, it was so shit, no one ever called it. Because was VC Man, that was only last year, right? Oh, it feels like about four years it ago. It feels like a really long time ago, but that that's because Man of Steel this, was so long. Oh, that was a really long time ago, yeah. Well, we're nearly at 52 episodes. This is episode 51. Ooh. Ooh which Ooh. means we've done two years. Wow. Go nearly, us. nearly, yeah, nearly. In a way, not quite. Don't get ahead of yourself, Ed. Well, it'll be. I mean, I suppose episode fifty-three technically would be True. two years. Yeah. Assuming that I didn't count the specials as episodes, which I don't think I did. No. Anyway, anyway it doesn't right. really matter. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's roughly two years. So January would be two years. Okay. That we've well. been doing this, <laughs> you suckers, listening to us for two years. If you've just joined us, welcome. <laughs> you have another two years to look forward to. Go back and Maybe. listen to them all. all of Apart them. from episode one, which is not very good. Yeah, because you, you can't, can't hear <laughs> So it's not worth it. It's just this kind of... So oh. what do you think about that, Nick? Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> you sound like one of the parents from, like, Peanuts. Um, but yeah, apparently Ezra yeah. Miller's very good in okay. Justice League. In Punisher. <laughs> in Punisher, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, apparently... Have, have you seen the new Punisher trailer? That's the real question. Yeah, no, I have. Yeah, yeah. What did you good. think? I Let's talk it. about something important, not, not Justice League. <laughs> not We've just talked about that. Endlessly. Yeah, I liked it. I, I, I wasn't a huge fan of kind of the, the heavy metal uh, music. <sighs> You're so wrong. Okay. You're so wrong about that. Okay. <laughs> Metallica's won. Yeah, I just... I it was know. great. 
that's fine. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> but then it's the Punisher, so I'm predisposed to enjoy it. Yeah, and absolutely. It, it does look very good, though. And like Chip, Shit, Shit's going to happen, man. Yeah, Chip looks great. Um, and Ben Barnes is um, going to be all jigsawy, probably. I imagine <laughs> probably, yeah. He's just got a jigsaw. He's <laughs> got a jigsaw. Great foreshadowing. <laughs> but, um... It's just there using a jigsaw. Using a jigsaw. But, uh, yeah, no, it, it it does look really good. And John Berthnell is, um, Burnthal? 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 Burnthal. Burnthal. Yeah, it is great. Um, did you sure see is. Me and Ellen the Dying Girl, by the way? No. You should watch it. He's no. great in that. He's, like, this really cool, like, history teacher. No, English teacher. No. Teacher. Um, <laughs> <laughs> He's this really cool guy <laughs> yeah um but yeah it's um it's really really good it's um but yeah he he only kind of plays a bit part in it but one of the scenes he has he's talking about like um he's talking to one one of his students about when his dad died and how um after his dad's death he kept discovering like new things about him and it was like his dad became this entirely new person and it's just really moving. It's really moving. It's really worth. Watching. I mean, he didn't write it, presumably. No, he didn't write it, but he acts it very well. Okay, very well. I mean, yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's a right. It's a writer's medium in some ways. It's not, <laughs> is it at all? It's not. Should be, but it's not. No. What's it? Yeah, books. Books are a writer's medium. Are they? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. I mean, the thing is that it depends. It depends on the writer, doesn't it? Because some writers get really famous, and other writers, you just sort of read it, go, yeah, it's fine. I guess. Yeah, true. Whatever. It was really good. I enjoyed it, but I'm never going to buy another one. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think The Punisher, Punisher looks really... I'm really excited for that. I'm a lot more excited for that than I am for Justice League. What? Why? <laughs> but well, J.K. Simmons and his amazing hair caterpillar stuff. There are lots of things that I'm looking forward to seeing in Justice League. Yeah. The end of it. <laughs> the, the first one. No. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing Jason Momoa. I want yeah. Aquaman to be cool. Yeah. I just, just, but he looks like he's going to be really irritated. He looks like he's going to be a surfer bro. Surfer bro. Yeah. He does, doesn't he, with a little hair flick. Yeah. When no. he lands. And like, right just... on, bro. Yeah. And. I dig it. Yeah. Yeah. Like some sort of weird reggae. Yeah. And I know <laughs> reggae you're. Reggae Aquaman. I know you're not. Which we already had in Disney's Little Mermaid. <laughs> Sebastian and his. True, yeah. Very offensive. That would be voice. great, actually, if they were just <laughs> like. Under DC. We're, I mean, it was. We're recruiting quite, a team of heroes. Yeah, just like this little, like. Crab. Little crustacean coming along. I mean, he survived a lot, to be honest. Yeah, He no, survived a, direct, a chef's direct attempt to murder him. It, it, twice. It happens in the sequel yeah, as well. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Well, it happens twice in the original movie because at the oh, end. Oh, yeah, true. He, he chases him on the. So three boat. times. Three so times. So that's, that's not great, is it? No. no. It's no Moana, I tell you that. <laughs> it's the only films I've seen. <laughs> Disney films, that's it. Disney that's films, all yeah. I've seen, apart from Robin Hood, as we've previously Obviously, covered. Obviously, yeah. I mean, I've seen bits of Disney films. I still haven't seen Moana all the way through. Oh, okay. I've, I've seen, like, the first hour and a half. Have you seen the bit with the crab and that? Jermaine Clement as a crab. As is a it, giant crab. Is it, yes, I have seen yeah, that yeah. bit, yeah. That, uh, most of that bit. Yeah. He's, he sings a song. He does, he does, about how shiny he is. That's right, yeah. yeah. He ate his own grandma, which is a line <laughs> Zoe finds particularly funny. <laughs> I, I don't know why. Terrifying. That's terrifying. And well, the harbinger of things to come, I feel. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, shall we talk about yeah, Batgirls? Yeah, no. Speaking of, speaking of strong strong women, let's talk about well, Batgirl. Well, we'll get onto that. Oh, okay. Oh. So, Batgirl. Yes. Who created Batgirl, Ed? Off the top of your head. Oh. Um, I mean, I've got the answer written down, so oh. I know. Um, if you don't know, it's fine. Well, 
naturally, the first the first one you'd think would be Barbara Gordon, but the first Batgirl was Bet Kane, wasn't it? It was. Back, so that would have been... Uh, if, come on. Not, you, you know, you, you've got it in there, the comics knowledge. Not it, not Dick Sprang. It was before him, I feel. Yeah, um, well. And not Julie Schwartz. Um, How dare you? <laughs> um, I, I can't remember, honestly. It's Bill Finger. Bill Finger. Oh, it was Bill Finger. Bill oh, okay. Finger and, uh, did the writing, and Sheldon Moldoff did the art. Oh, okay. There you go. Batman 139. For April, some reason, I April 61. Was, for some reason, I thought it was after Finger. Well, I was wrong. <laughs> That's the last Sorry. time I used that phrase, yeah. <laughs> the post-Finger world. <laughs> the post-Finger world, yeah. Um, finger world sounds like a good place. <laughs> Let's go like, to Finger world. Sounds like a Grant Morrison uh, concept. Um, that would be like... He would have a post-apocalyptic society in yeah. which none of the, the creatures that existed in that world had fingers. Sure. But they had the remains of humans who had fingers. Like a theme park. So it, Finger World would be like a museum. Like, <laughs> what were fingers for? <laughs> how, how do we survive? Detecting threats yeah. How did we something? survive with fingers? So crazy. And they're, they're, we there just have with, our weird stumps. With fins? slippers. Yeah. yeah. I guess. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so yeah, it was, yeah, um, yeah. Beck Kane was the first. Background. She was. Yeah. Uh, she was introduced as a love interest for Robin. Mm-hmm. Which seems to be a common theme of Batgirls, being introduced as a love interest for Robin. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, partially because, and this is just speculation, but because there were worries about allegations of homosexuality yeah. <laughs> alleged against Batman mm-hmm. and Robin. So they went, let's put in Batwoman, Batgirl. We'll get some... We get some females in here, and it'll seem less weird. See, I know obviously that's like the real world. Actually, Rather than right? just saying it, they're gay, it's fine. Yeah. See, I obviously you talk about real world sort of allegations, but you made it, <laughs> it, made it sound allegations. like it was in universe. So it's like, Robin, you gotta get a girlfriend. <laughs> but uh, Batman, I don't want to get a girlfriend. Get a beard. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I mean, maybe you shouldn't dress minors in tiny pants. Yeah. Um, but I'm yeah, just I mean, saying. Because I mean, but that's not homosexuality; that's abuse. But Kathy Kane was was Batwoman, and she was, yeah, and she, so she was Be- brought Be- in Bet as Kane a love interest her. for Batman. So her yeah. niece, she was yeah. originally Betty Kane. She became Bet Kane when in, she was reintroduced. Because because like lots of Batgirls, they basically just got rid of them whenever they chose. Yeah, they were just like ah, oh, this doesn't matter. So well, she lasted until Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yeah, in nineteen sixty four. Basically, the explanation Brett was Kong. we have Barbara Gordon now, so we don't need. <laughs> Well, no, actually, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. They, rec- they, they got rid of everyone from the Bat family, including Robin, Batwoman, Batgirl, because they wanted to return Batman to being this vigilante, vigilante. sole character. Mm. And so they just went, in, so it was 1964, so she lasted three years before they were just like, don't need this. And then she came back in the 70s briefly, and then she came back in the 80s. Yeah, but and like she was flame burn. Yeah, and she'd never some, been Batgirl. Some nonsense. Yeah. She was never Batgirl, or so it was sort of hinted at that she may have been Batgirl, but she wasn't really Batgirl. Yeah. Basically, they just Comics. went. We don't know. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter. It's not important. Although to be fair, like I know I harp on about him a lot, but um, in his run of uh, Batman Incorporated, um, Grant Morrison brought not. Um, Betty Kane, but Kathy Kane back into continuity in a really clever way. Uh-huh. Um, and so in continuity, like she and Batman did fall in love and she was Batwoman for a while. Um, and then she apparently died. Um, and then she went off and basically set up her own 
um, secret spy agency called Spiral. And uh, she's oh. been running it ever since. But yeah, it was really cool. And then, like, yeah, at the end. I mean, what, don't call a spiral, spy agency spiral. <laughs> it tells you what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I, is it really bad that after however many years, I've only just <laughs> realised that? that. <laughs> spiral. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess spiral. Anyway, it just sounds like they spy. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah. It's like oh, calling. God, I feel really stupid now. It's like calling an intelligence agency the central intelligence. Oh wait, <laughs> no. <laughs> so I don't really know much about Betty Kane. I've not read much of that era of Batman comics. How? how what's your? I mean, I have. Um, got, but... got, that's why I'm asking you. <laughs> yeah, so you've um, read every comic in existence, haven't you? Ed? I, uh, I don't claim to. I, I actually don't. <laughs> um, <laughs> that would be ridiculous. <laughs> so many. So too many. Um, yeah, I mean, I haven't even got a long box. Man. Honestly, I mean, it's it's kind of what we were talking about when we did our Robin um, episode ages back. Like Dick Grayson was kind of b- boring when he was Robin. He's an important character in terms of the overall mythos. Yes. Um, and it was only when Robin was introduced that Batman started to really feel like the Batman that we know today. But um, he was still kind of that archetype. And he created that archetype, which mm. was the kid sidekick. Kid sidekick! Which then Woo-hoo. everyone followed. You Captain America with Bucky Barnes, blah, blah, blah. Um, but, um, sure. But yeah, but Bet Kane was kind of cut from that similar cloth where it was just like Robin butter girl like in the simplest of terms that was kind of why she was created um and like you say obviously with these kind of real life things that were going on um with the seduction of the innocent thing going on and them being like well we need to make sure that batman and robin are straight and you know all this sort of stuff um you know it's uh yeah there's really not much to her she was just kind of this peppy gung (laughs) go go get them yeah no absolutely so yeah there's there's not really much to say about her as a character. I mean, she, like you say, she she returned in modern continuity and um, had a lot of stories with um, Kate Kane, aka yes. the current Batwoman, the Batwoman yeah. um, who uh, who was basically a kind of retcon of Kathy Kane before Kathy Kane was once again reintroduced into continuity. Comics are so difficult to keep track of. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, yeah. Especially DC because they're rebooting their continuity every 20 years or so um but uh but yeah so i mean but even in even in the modern era like i i I couldn't i couldn't even begin to tell you what bet kane is like Um, well they changed yeah so she's stopping betty and is now bet yeah or betty depending on obviously how you pronounce that word sure um but i don't really know why they felt they needed to change one letter of her name. A perfectly reasonable name. <laughs> it's yeah. Perfectly normal. Um, I don't know. I don't know much about her, frankly. Okay, cool. Flamebird. I've got what I've written down here, which is that's it. I've told you everything I know. Well, we're off to um, a great start. <laughs> yeah, in many ways, when we do these episodes, and it's always me that suggests them, but I, I don't know why I do. So it makes <laughs> me realise how little I know about anything. Well, no. I'm not really qualified to be on this podcast. <laughs> I like to think I take care of the other assorted geekery that we never talk about. Yeah, so that's fine. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> want any Elvish? Come to me. You want to know about Batgirl? I, I'm I, not your I, guy. I don't know or care. But to be oh fair, there's, there's not like you said. There's really actually not that much. Golden to say. Age of Comics. Who cares? Frankly, <laughs> complete waste of time. So, <laughs> I just say these things to annoy you. 
So Barbara Gordon. Yes. She was next. She was. In many ways. Yes. Well, sort of, but actually. She was in the next real Batgirl. Mm. We'll come back to Helen Bird, Helena Bertinelli at a later date. Mm-hmm. Um, she was introduced. Can you guess the number? And what comic title it was in and what year? It Was it in Detective Comics? It was in Detective Comics. Yes. One point. Oh, um, it was in 19... I want to say early 70s. No. No, late 60s. Yeah. Oh, 68? 67. Ah, damn, so close. If you can get the issue number, I'd be very surprised. I No, I can't even... 359. Okay. So in many ways, this is the Batgirl everybody knows. Yeah. Not in many ways, this is the Batgirl everybody (laughs) knows, because it's the most... She's the most... Well known, Batgirl. yeah, absolutely. Um, Commissioner Gordon's good, good. Yeah. Commissioner <laughs> Gordon's daughter, even. Yeah, absolutely. I need to call him Commissioner Gardner there. <laughs> Commissioner Gardner, that'd be great. I'd be fine with that. Yeah. Do you yeah. think she's going to turn up in Justice League? No, is the no, answer to probably that. not. Well, everyone thought in the because um, what's her name from Stepmom and Mila Kunis? Sucker Punch and. No. Not no, that's bad mums. That's bad oh, mums. Yeah, right. yeah. So I don't know the difference. <laughs> I've not watched a film <laughs> between a bad mothers and stepmothers. I mean, in in fiction, stepmothers are notoriously evil. Yeah. Um, well, as, exactly. Yeah. Um, um, I can't remember her name. It'll come to me at some point. Um, but yeah, she. Yeah, I'm going IMDb. Oh, okay. It's a fantastic service. I recommend. It. I've just discovered it. I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> Sucker Punch, 2011. Was that long, that long ago? Uh, that long ago. Yeah, not 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 Emily Brown. Not Emily Browning. Vanessa Hudgens. Not Vanessa Hudgens. Abby Cornish. Not Abby Cornish. Jenny Malone. Oh, Jenny Malone. Jenna Malone. Yeah, Jenna Malone. Yeah, um, Jenna Malone was um, in the extended cut of Batman v Superman. There were rumours that she was going to oh. be Batgirl, um, and then all Barbara and, Gordon. And then she wasn't. And she wasn't. She was just just there, a person. Um, in the same way that Black Cat was in Spider Man, but never used. Not, yeah. Cause, cause because of reasons. Um, but yeah. Because that film needed more characters. In it. Sure. Um, I don't know if she's going to show up in Justice League. I mean, obviously, um, uh, Joss Whedon is doing a Batgirl film at some point. Um, so Well, he... presuming that he still has a job to go to. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> after the Justice of the League, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, obviously, you know, Barbara Gordon is kind of, like you say, the Batgirl who is presented in most, you know, extended media beyond the comics in sort of every animated version of the show. It's always been Barbara Gordon. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, but what are your what are your thoughts on Barbara as a, as, as a Batgirl? Well, you see, I, she's the quintessential Batgirl. Mm. So there's not really, if you like Batgirl, you like Barbara Gordon. Mm-hmm. And, but there are a number of troubling things with, with, that but she retired in 1988 i mean yeah. she didn't actually because she's fictional but she, she fictionally retired in sure. 1988 in Batgirl special one which seems like a weird way to start your title but whatever <laughs> uh and then she was shot by the joker as we've talked about before in the killing joke yeah uh and became paraplegic and then she was introduced as oracle in suicide suicide i can't talk today suicide squad number 23 it's john ostrander right 1989 mm. but obviously the difficulty there is there's a bit of controversy, obviously, about the women in refrigerators, mm. of which Barbara Gordon is one. It yeah. was basically, as a plot device, was was crippled. So mm. horrific viol- and possibly raped. Yeah. Very heavily implied. Yeah, very heavily so, implied. So a horrific act happens to someone, a woman, just because she's a woman, just because of a plot device, not because it actually does anything for the character. And there's no sense in which anything about what Alan Moore was trying to do was to advance the character. No, no. Because it wasn't. Yeah. 
and he admitted later that he was like, mm, yeah, I'm not really sure that that was like, the right, the, thing, the to right thing to do. Um, and she's brought back as Oracle. And then there's been a lot of controversy about whether she should come back as an able-bodied character mm. or whether to keep her as a disabled character. Yeah. And the sort of the debate runs along the lines of there isn't a lot of representation of people with disabilities in comics, yeah. so it would be it's good to have a, a character with disabilities who is able to provide support to someone like Batman, whatever, anything like that. You know, you've got a, a recognisable known character who has a disability and, and is therefore representing something that happens in the real world. Yeah. People are disabled. That doesn't stop them being heroic. Hmm. Um, but... The other side of that is literally every male character ever has had some terrible thing. Batman has had his back broken. Yeah, and just got better. And he just got better a year later. <laughs> yeah. He was Batman, so it's fine. Yeah. Um, and that's not been permanent. And it's only permanent in the case of Barbara Gordon. Like, very few other characters have ever been permanently yeah. injured. In a world where they also have, like... Like magic, magic and Lazarus and, pits yeah. and shit like that. <laughs> Sure. Like um, so, there's something about that. Is is she only kept that way to be the disabled character because that's more troubling than it is helpful? Yeah. Uh, in some ways, although that could be considered patronising. So I, I don't have the answer to that question. Mm. But then there's also the the question: of, Is she only kept that because she's a woman and a support character rather than actually being the hero? Mm. And so when they did bring Batgirl back with Gail Simone writing, yeah, she was. Barbara Gordon was back as Batgirl, yeah. but it was set before because of the f- continuity twists of New Fifty Two and so on and yeah, so forth. I so, mean, so it's sort of like, well, that's before that happened, but it still is. It's a difficult issue. Yeah, I mean, it was. Yeah, it was set off like in the New Fifty Two. The mm. the the Killing Joke still happened, right. um, but yeah, she just underwent experimental therapy to fix her back. Um, sure, after being Oracle. Um, I don't know, it's it's interesting, because while, it, sort of in a, in a similar way to Dick Grayson, mm. um, while absolutely she's um, she's the most quintessential Batgirl, and I'd argue the most important, because unlike a lot of female characters at the time, she, who, who were sort of counterparts to male heroes, while others were usually presented as uh, sort of a romantic um, option. Yeah. She wasn't that. She was introduced just as a female equal. Yes. And there was no romantic aspect there. She's which... a librarian as well. Yeah, no, absolutely. I was saying libraries are good. Exactly. That is, that's a thing Study. that I get behind. <laughs> um, we need libraries. Stop them being closed. Just saying. Yeah. But, PSA um, over. <laughs> but, uh, you, you know, much in the same way as... Uh, Dick Grayson became more interesting once he became Nightwing. Yeah. While the circumstances that got her to that point were awful and very controversial, mm. I actually feel in a lot of ways that Barbara Gordon was, and this is purely purely subjective, but I, I feel a lot of her stories and her as a character, I felt she was just a lot stronger um, as Oracle. And I thought mm. it was a much more interesting role for her as well. Um because in many ways, while obviously, in a practical sense, she couldn't be in the front lines in the same way of the kind of, you know, war on injustice and everything. Um, at the same time, she was kind of the most powerful member of the Bat family, you know, sort of... 
Well, knowledge is power. Yeah, and and she was also still quite formidable physically as well. Like there are these great scenes where she's like sparring with Dick, and she's in like a wheelchair, um, sort of you know fighting him off with batons, and she's like, "I'm still as good as you at this. I just you know obviously you know can't move." Um, and mm. I don't know. I I think while while it's great to see Barbara back in back in the cowl and back in that mantle, I feel. I feel I feel something has been lost, both in a like you say, in a representative sense, because we don't really have many heroic characters with a disability. But yeah. also, I don't know. I just personally, I feel her role was much more interesting as Oracle. But I don't know. That's that's just me. Yeah. But um. But you know, I agree. Like when you say Batgirl, you know, the first person I think of is Barbara Gordon. You know, mm. even before the New Fifty Two, I was like, well, Batgirl is Barbara, Barbara Gordon. Gordon. Yeah. Um, Absolutely, and I think it's helped... and it's the person that, that most people are familiar with. Yeah, you know, in that role. So. And I think it's also interesting because you also have this aspect certainly early on where she's you know Commissioner Gordon's daughter, and he doesn't know. Mm. And it's this whole thing where there's always this element of if he found that out, how mad would he be at like you know his ally Batman for sort of in essence dragging his daughter into this. Yes. Um, but then sort of as it went on, there was this very kind of knowing thing between them where he's like, you know, go get him, kiddo. You know? I know, but it's fine. Yeah. I'm okay with it because it, apparently I don't believe in the things that I actually uphold. Yeah. In the same Commissioner way. Gordon. In the same way that he probably knows that Bruce Wayne is Batman, but you know. I mean, it should be obvious to literally anyone. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> who's the one guy in Gotham who can afford a holographic mountain for a jet to fly out of? Like, you know. Um, sure. The list is the list is a small one. You say that, and you're right. You're absolutely <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no. I mean, yeah, Barbara is. I mean, Barbara's a strong character regardless of what role she's playing. But yeah, you know. I think it, obviously there's, there's the difficulty with these things is is about how they're written, and it's not always that that one of the sort of not downsides, but difficulties of the comics as a medium is that different writers have different favourite characters, yeah. they have different agendas with what they want to do with stories. And obviously they also have editors who have different ideas of what they want to do. Yeah. So it can be quite difficult to maintain a trajectory. And, and, and in some ways, being the most famous Batgirl is is because she has been the one that has been chosen to, to be the Batgirl in most things. But... Mm. A sort of an achievement, I guess. Yeah, and she's been used as a as a as a sort of symbol of feminist ideals and feminist sort of a feminist icon in many ways, in the way that Wonder Woman has as well. Because she, although she is part of the Bat team, in a way, the Bat family, she's she's also, as you say, not a love interest. That's not what she was there for. She was just a hero in her own right as well. And she's, you know, she's done a lot of stuff. Yeah. So she's a good egg. So you know. Yeah. It's it's tricky, but I think there's a lot of controversy about all of the Batgirls, really, and the way they're treated. And we'll yeah. talk a bit more about that now, oh. because Cassandra Kane is coming. That's a lot of C's in one word. Yeah. Um, so when did she arrive, Ed? Uh, I know Do you it was, know this back to front? I know it was the 90s, because she, yeah. she was introduced during No Man's Land, I want to yep. say. Yeah, it was during the No Man's Land crossover, so. 1990. Five six, nineteen ninety nine, oh, July nineteen ninety nine. Batman five six seven. Uh, she was also the first Batgirl to star in an ongoing comic book series of that title. Mm-hmm. 
and she later became Black Bat and then Orphan. Apparently. So that's nice. <laughs> um, so she was born to be the perfect bodyguard to Rachel Ghoul. Yes. She is Asian American. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of controversy about her, not originally, but when she became the head of the League of Assassins yeah. in Robin 150, uh, because it was and yet another Asian character who turned out to be evil. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. they're not good at this, are they? This whole don't be dicks thing. And it's a shame because I feel like, I mean, I there, there's an issue um, when you find out her backstory. Because yeah. basically, like you say, she's been trained by David Kane, who she kind of comes to see as a father figure. So you have this really interesting conflict there where he sees her as a weapon, but also as a pseudo daughter. And she just kind of sees him as a father. And she can't talk either. She's mute. Yeah. Um, because that's not seen as important. All she was taught was body language. Reading body language. Yeah. She wasn't taught to think in words. Yeah, absolutely. And there's this... I'm fairly sure it doesn't work, but you know what? No, but, you know, it's comics. Um, but yeah, there's <laughs> there's this one issue where you find, find out her past, and there's this amazing sequence. I think it's in black and white. Um, and she's the only one in colour, if I remember correctly. Right. But... Um, She's this tiny little girl, and she just walks up to this mobster and literally punches into his throat and pulls it out. And she's just this innocent little girl holding this sort of trachea in her hand while this guy bleeds out in front of her. And it's just this horrifying but intensely moving image. I I feel like, of all of the Batgirls, it's kind of... While I wouldn't say she's my favourite Batgirl, and mm. we'll get on to my favourite Batgirl, I'm sure, but I think she's the most interesting one. It's that it's that Damian Wayne thing we were talking about with Robin. Yeah. He he fell the furthest as a. I mean, it's a very similar story to Damian Wayne. It is, yeah. Sort of raised as an like the perfect assassin, assassin, and then kind of, you know, it it speaks to it's. It speaks to Bruce Wayne as a character um, and the mantle of the bat and just kind of the symbol of the bat where it's it was created as a symbol to fight evil and to be better. And it's and it shows that Bruce's way works mm. because Apart from when they become head of the League of Assassins. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but, but, you know, as with Robin, um, you know, basically taking an orphan and ba- basically being like, I'm going to give you a means to fight this trauma that I didn't have. Mm. In a similar kind of way, you have this this child who has grown up all of her life, who has only known death and only known suffering and all these things, and basically making the choice to go, actually, I can be better than this, and I want to be better than this, and I'm going to choose this symbol to be that. And... I, I don't know, I just find her the most interesting of all the Batgirls, and I do think it was a real shame when when there was this about turn, when they were like, no, she's just evil now. Yeah. Um, and, you know, she has had this kind of redemption arc where she was, you know, after the intense fan reaction to that, DC being like, yeah, maybe that wasn't such a, bad, maybe that wasn't such a good <laughs> idea. Maybe we shouldn't have done that. Um, um, and then, yeah, you know, like you say, she became Black Bat. And, yeah. yeah, and the writers have said there was no explanation or rationale from the editors about why they wanted her to be 
a villain. So that's fun. Yeah, absolutely. Racism, probably. <laughs> um, but you know, as a super, as a villain, not not awful. I mean, awful because she's a villain. But you know, yeah. um, she nearly defeat. She nearly killed Supergirl. Really? In Supergirl 14. Okay. She used energy swords, or swords that had the energy of Red Sun. So that's sort of cheating, because <laughs> it saps Supergirl's powers. But yeah, you know, that's pretty so, good. So she, she, she almost beat a, a normal a She normal may woman. have murdered her own mother. Okay. Because Lady Shiva is her mother. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um. So, yeah. So da- David Kane is David da- Yeah. And he killed... Lady Shiva, she wasn't called Lady Shiva at the time, I can't remember what her name was. Anyway, she he killed her sister because mm. he saw them fighting in a martial arts tournament and the person who went on to become Lady Shiva was pulling her blows because she didn't want to hurt her sister, so he just killed her sister. Okay. It's really weird. And then, yeah. and then basically forced her to have his child. Okay. Because of reasons. Right. And then that child is Cassandra Kane. Right. And then he raised her to be an assassin. Okay. So it's troubling in a number of ways. Yeah. No, uh, I, I didn't know all of that. Uh, yeah. So that's fun. Mm. <laughs> and then so she she had a duel. Like, so later on she met Lady Shiva and noticed that she could read people. Because she, she, she was, she, as you said, she was mute originally. And then she had some sort of magic happen to her. Comics, well, who cares? I think like Barb, Barbara Gordon started teaching her words, and, yeah. s- and so she started speaking sort of fragmented. And then some sort of magic thing reworked the pathways of her mind. I, who knows? Yeah. And she, so she gained the ability to speak, but couldn't read anyone because, of course, you would lose that ability. It's definitely how comics work. Yeah. So, uh, but she, so she would Lady Shiva. She thought she could reteach her, and she said. I will do that, but at the end of a year, we'll have to fight to the death. Oh, yeah, yeah. So she went, yeah, all right. That sounds like a good good choice. <laughs> so, I'd rather do that than legit. live forever not being able to read people yeah. because of reasons. For comics. Um, and so they had a fight to the death, although she didn't... So Lady Shiva killed her and then revived her. Seems slightly pointless. Okay. And then... And then and then Cassandra beat her, but didn't kill her. And then they met up later, and, and she killed her. So, or may have killed her, or maybe put her in a Lazarus pit. Who knows? Right. Lots of shit went down. Basically. Comics. Um, do you know what? I I I cared for Cassandra Kane a lot more before she became a villain. Yeah. No. Definitely. So they ruined that. Basically, <laughs> she later became Black Bat and Orphan. So those, yeah, those um, are things that happened to her. I mean, her role, her role at the moment in Detective Comics is um, is is a, is a good one because basically, obviously, you know, you had the whole New Fifty Two reboot, and mm. she wasn't there for any of that um, until kind of the end of it, where she was reintroduced. Um, but yeah, no, her role at the moment is kind of as. Almost the moral compass. Sure. Um, and it was great because there was a story arc recently where Lady Shiva came to Gotham basically to wipe it out. And um, Cassandra, you know, was like, this is my mother. And sort of there, there was this really... Let's kill her. <laughs> yeah, let's let's go for it. Chuck her in a Lazarus piss. 
Uh, piss. Lazarus piss. Lazarus piss. <laughs> That's what's in a Lazarus pit. Lazarus is piss. Lazarus is piss. That is horrific. Um, <laughs> You've solved it. They've been keeping that secret for years. Yeah. Seriously. Um, DC are in their offices now going, God, they found it out! Because they listen to this podcast. Obviously, yeah. Um, they don't. But yeah, I... Cause... The evidence from the DCEU says that they don't. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I... Yeah, I have a lot of I have a lot of uh, affection um, for Cassandra Kane as a character. I think, especially during the No Man's Land uh, crossover, which was kind of where she originated. Yes, yeah. you know, it's kind of a city brought to the brink, and despite Literally. yeah, and despite her, um, yeah, despite her upbringing, despite her you know horrific background, she still you know, in this in this hellish place that's literally been cordoned off from the rest of the world, she's able to find hope and she's able to um make a difference. And yeah, no, I love Cassandra. She's great. But cool. not but not my favourite. No. Is your favourite Stephanie Brown? It is Stephanie Can we Brown. We'll talk about her now. Uh so when was she introduced Ed, if you love her so much? Uh she was she <laughs> she was introduced after it was after Batman died comics. Uh, <laughs> yeah, again, there are comics. so many comics moments in this. Um, yeah, yeah it, so it was after Battle for the Cowl, um, yep. at, and it was it was in Batgirl number one, right? Like there was yeah. a new Batgirl Detective story. Comics six four seven to six four nine. That's oh, what okay. I had on the card. Oh, okay. But I mean, I don't know. This is what Wikipedia <laughs> said. What, oh, okay. what do I know about it? <laughs> so she's the daughter of Clue Master. She is. Yeah. She, she, well, this was where she was appeared as spoiler. So it's not where she appeared as Batgirl. Yeah. So. In fairness, you're probably right about the Batgirl thing. Ah, okay. There we go. Um, so she's called the Spoiler because she wanted to spoil Gloomaster's plans. Gloomaster is her father. Mm-hmm. Like a second rate. I feel like every time there's a comic book spoilers thing, we should just say Stephanie Brown. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, she was a foil in love interest for Tim Drake mm-hmm. because apparently you can't have female characters without somebody wanting to pork them. Unless you're Barbara Gordon. Unless you're Barbara Gordon, as we've previously discussed. Yeah. Uh, and Cassandra Kane, actually. That's a fair point. Yeah. All right, two out of four. <laughs> um, <coughs> so there was a high-profile pregnancy storyline. Yes, there was. In yeah. 1998, mm-hmm. which I bet was great. It was voted... Oh, Robin was uh, said... The, the title Robin was voted the best ongoing storyline by Wizard Magazine. Don't mm-hmm. know who they are, but thanks for that. Uh, and then she died. So that, <laughs> that's pretty much it. She died in Batman War, War Games 2004. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she Tell was... us a bit about her as a character before we talk about her death and the controversy surrounding that. Okay, so yeah, as as spoiler, yeah, it's it's kind of um yeah, it's similar similar to Jason Todd, I guess, in a lot of ways, where um parent with a criminal um back uh, background and so in order to sort of fight against that it was as you as you would putting on uh tights and uh a mask and I mean, deciding to fight it's not unusual for for, not, for women or men to put on tights no absolutely. many people wear them every day but to fight crime less, that, less yes, fewer people fight crime but um but yeah we're all fighting crime in a way aren't we yeah in a way i mean one would fund the police service yeah i mean presumably <laughs> so in all in a way we're anyway. all superheroes um but uh yeah um but yeah, Clue Master's kind of a second-rate Riddler. Um, probably not even... Probably D-list. Um, He's yeah. a D-list Riddler. A D-list Riddler. Um, but yeah, I mean, Stephanie is a character. I Yeah, I, I, have, I have a lot... 
as spoiler, I have a lot of time for it. I think the idea of someone who came from this criminal background um, and, again, kind of just wanting to do good because that seems to be the right thing to do sure. in a world where people are flying around in costumes and capes and just being like, you know, I'm a normal person, but actually, if I can make a difference, I should. Um, and, you know, kind of being inspired by specifically the Tim Drake version of Robin. I mean, he's pretty uh, awesome, as we've is, already discussed. He's the best. We discussed earlier this year. He's, he's the best Robin. Yeah, we said yeah, that. Hands down. We literally said that. We said that on this yeah, podcast. We did. Check it go, out. Go, go back and listen to the Best um, of the Boy Wonders episode. But, uh, yeah, and, uh, I mean, admittedly, I, I didn't, I, I haven't read a lot of Stephanie Brown as spoiler, um, apart from sort of this period in the 90s where, um, you know, the No Man's Land stuff was happening and all this. But, um, but yeah, you know, she was, she was an interesting character who kind of consistently towed the line between... I guess villain and hero because she's you know she's out to spoil everyone's plans um but you know as, as time went on obviously she became more affiliated with the bat family you know partly because of her relationship with tim drake uh and then obviously when tim drake retired she became, became robin she became robin which was <laughs> how she died yeah um, she, so we we, t- we covered this, uh, I think, in the best of the Boy Wonders. We episode. did, yeah. She basically um, kickstarted a gang war. She kickstarted a gang war and Black Mass tortured her to death. Yeah, as you do. Women in refrigerators. Yeah, again. basically. Yeah. So there's a lot of controversy about that, um, but more also around the fact that even though she was Robin at the time, there was no monument or memorial or anything in the Batcave, even though Jason Todd had one. Yeah, but, but she didn't because she's a woman and that's not important. Yeah, and even when Jason Todd came back with uh, with guns and was like, "I'm gonna murder every I'm last I'm one of you," uh, Batman was Batman was still like, "Nope, we'll just keep the costume up. Keep that cool. <laughs> it's cool." Um, but yeah, I mean, I, she did come back and become Batgirl. So. She did, and you know. Yeah. It, it because was, she never really died in the because first place. Because Leslie Tompkins faked her death. Um, yeah. For some reason. It was because... So originally she, it was said that she didn't give her life-saving treatment because she wanted young people to know this is what happens if you ally with a Batman, you die, apparently. Yeah. Which is really fucking dark. Yeah. And against every version of the Hippocratic I can think of. Yeah. Um, but, but then... That didn't actually happen. She saved her. And... Yeah, it was discovered that like she just she'd saved her life. T- told some, Batman some to te- teach Bruce a lesson. Basically, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a good way of doing it. Yeah, just faking a teenager's death. Sure, but uh, yeah, and then um, after after Batgirl, um, the Cassandra came Batgirl um, turned evil uh, and then got better again. Um, <laughs> she got better. She got better. She got better from being evil. Um, you know, it was, it was, yeah. she was drugged by. Deathstroke or something. Sure. Um, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> so Cassa- um, but yeah, Cassandra Kane basically because she felt she wasn't worthy of the mantle, mm. um, thought that Stephanie Brown uh, needed girl. needed the symbol more than she did. Um, and so basically said, you are Batgirl now. Without the knowledge of Barbara Gordon, who was really, really ticked off when she found out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, she, she would be. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so the Roses were told from the start of the of that of war, war games that that she would die, and, and but the the, the 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 trick was so that what the editors wanted everyone to believe was that she was going to become Robin, mm-hmm. and that was the big point of the story. But actually, it was that the, she the, that she would die. So neither writer, neither none of the writers were on board with this as an idea, I and were that, pleased when it went wrong. I find basically that, I find when that, nobody liked it. <laughs> I find it so weird because. <clears throat> 
it's really interesting at the moment because I think it's I think it's Mike Marks who's the head of the editing team on the Batman sure. uh, books at the moment. But it's so I hate this word, but it's so synergetic between all of, like mm. it's really interesting because I read a lot of interviews with Synergy. um like Tom King and Scott Snyder and James Tinian and all this all that lot. The bat um the, the the bat writers. And it's really interesting because what they do, they just have writers retreats essentially or meetings and they go, This is what I'm planning on doing with this character. Mm. I wanna do this and it's all very much driven by the writers. And like I say, I think it's Mike Martz who's the editor. But he basically goes, cool, I'm just going to basically coordinate all of that um, so none of you are contradicting one another. But all the writers are kind of talking with one another anyway and going like, oh, my character's going to break his arm in this. And so the other one goes, cool, well, he's going to show up in my book, so I'll just make sure yeah, he has a sling. sling yeah. And all this sort of stuff. And, you know, it just... It's kind of weird to me with things like um, the Cassandra Kane heel turn and the Stephanie Brown death, the idea of the editors basically being like, this is it's what's happening. happening. Write that. And the writers being like, um... Why? Okay. No, it doesn't matter, just do it. Yeah, because sales. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's it's kind of a weird alien concept. Um, That's Superman, you think? Oh yeah, shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's, it's a really odd one, I find. Um, yeah. <laughs> Comics. I don't. I don't know. It, it, it seems like a strange thing that the people who are actually have the talent to write stories wouldn't be the people who come up with the stories. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, but this was a, we're living a different era now. Yeah, but this was a time when DC was kind of plagued with crossover events, and it was like to read the next part of the story, pick up Detective Comics six hundred and fifty nine, and after you've done that, you need to go read Teen Titans and one. Then Flash and yeah, forty six. Yeah, and it's Why? just just you're having to keep up with so many titles rather yeah, than something because then you have to buy them all exactly. It's the yeah. thing, isn't it? and then it gets you hooked on you know various in theory. Um, That's why Marvel keep doing it as well. Oh God, yeah. Stop it. Yeah. If you've got a good idea for an event, by all means. Actually, that was... But a... have it self-contained. Yeah. That was another bit of big news, actually. Um, Brian Michael Bendis, uh, one yes. of the most important writers at Marvel in he's... the last 10 years. Um, everyone kind of woke up to the Twitter announcement. Yep, he's uh, signed an exclusive with DC now. Oh. And, uh So, yeah. So, he's, he's okay. working with them now. Which is, is great news. Because... Cross the floor, you... <laughs> but to be fair, with how... whatever doesn't matter, does it? Yeah, I don't know. Marvel comics recently, yeah, I don't know. I mean, the thing is with Marvel, like Marvel now is probably the more interesting thing, but it not their main title? So yeah, because because they're so, trying to do more of a gear shift back to their original lineups. Yeah, which isn't as interesting because their yeah. more interesting work is when they've done stuff like Jane Foster as Thor and Sam Wilson as Captain America because sure. they're just more vital are, and more but relevant. But they're challenging. They're challenging ideas, and that's the, that's why they should be making those stories. Those are the stories you need to tell. Don't tell stories you've told hundreds of times before. Yeah, anyway, it's slightly sidetracked here. Yeah, no, absolutely. Anyway, no, back we to Stephanie Brown. Talk, yeah, <coughs> bring us home with Stephanie Brown. Sure. Don't bring. That sounds weird. So, um, <laughs> have you got anything more to say on Stephanie Brown? We've got I, two more people to talk about. Um. I, yeah. I. I just. <coughs> Sorry, my throat. Um. Yeah. I. I think she's wonderful. She's got that wonderful kind of because she's she's a teenager. Um, sort of with high school problems and everything. It's basically... <coughs> Sorry. Uh, it's basically the Peter Parker... Excuse Ed pa- while he dies. Yeah. It's basically the Peter Parker thing. It's the Spider-Man. Um, it's the Spider-Man blueprint, um, which is why it works so well, because it's it's a teenager trying to do the right thing, 
occasionally messing up. And you've got Batman there being like, no, this, is, this isn't your mantle and everything. And, you know, her winning him round and everything like that. And it's just... And then him also being like, you know, you were Robin. And I'm sorry if you never felt you were, but you were, you were Robin. And, um, but now you're something more and you're something more than I could ever, ever imagined that you were. And it's just in a similar way to Cassandra Kane. <coughs> sorry. In a similar way to Cassandra Kane with that sort of tragic backstory, while it's less tragic, um, there's still that coming from something, something dark and something compromise but being able to make something good out of that and mm. um i don't know i just think she's an incredibly hopeful character i guess i think that's why i really respond to stephanie brown she's a very hopeful positive optimistic character at a time when dc comics was a little bit darker um and i don't know i just i feel she's an incredibly strong beacon of hope um and yeah i just love her i think she's great but yeah cool go stephanie so um <clears throat> Two more uh-huh. possible claimants to the to the Batgirl name: Helena Bertinelli, mm-hmm. Bertinelli can't even talk. Today. Bertinelli, Bertinelli. Oh, Helena Bertinelli. So this was also in the No Man's Land storyline. It was, yeah. Uh, she assumed the mantle of Batgirl, mm-hmm. and then Batman basically went, "Yeah, I'm cool with that." And then she used extreme violence. He was like, "I'm not cool with that." Yeah, get out. <laughs> so stop was, killing people. Stop it, <laughs> Helena. Stop. No, seriously. One stop. more. If I have to tell you again... Take your hand off lady. the throat of that... Stop it! Yeah, so yeah. so she stripped her of the mantle and she went back to being Huntress. Yeah. So that's a thing that happened. Yeah. I mean, it was always going to be a temporary thing because Helena Bertinelli is a murderer. I mean, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Certifiably insane. Yeah. But it was, you know, it was still an interesting period. You know, the No Man's Land, while it was a year-long event, basically, that was wildly like you know it reads quite well in retrospect yeah um because you know while at the time you're having to keep up with countless series um in that sort of typical 90s crossover um (laughs) um you know collected it actually makes for a really compelling read because it's these characters pushed to the brink and basic it's basically a post-apocalyptic batman story where gotham is you know no electricity works. There's no food. You know, you've got villains acting in weird ways. You know, you've got Poison Ivy basically looking after orphans in Robinson Park because she's like, you know, these these kids are scared and they're going to die and I'm looking after them. Mm. And Batman being like, okay, I'm really cool with that. I'll stay out of the park and I'll send anyone over to you if, you know. And it, and if you provide food and, you know, and it's 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 really interesting. Yeah. Um and I think, you know, a character like Helena Bertinelli works incredibly well in that because she is an extreme character and she's an angry character and she's, you know, she's kind of it's that thing they talk about in Batman Begins where it's like what you're talking about isn't justice, it's vengeance. And yeah. that's literally all she's about. Um, and the idea of her being like, I aspire to be like Batman, so the logical thing is for me to become Batgirl, Mm. and then for her to realise she's actually not anything like him. I don't know, it's it's moving and it's interesting, but, um, you know, she was a character who the moment she put on that mantle, it was never Never going to work. (laughs) It was never going to work. Never going to work out. Yeah. She's, yeah. I mean, she's in the, the Arrow TV show. 
Yes. And Arrow sure. tried to turn her good and it, it didn't work out. It didn't work at all. She just no. wanted to murder people. I think that's one of the only... And, and he was in one of his phases of not murdering people. Yeah. <laughs> she then Which went he back sort of to oscillates flip. between... Yeah, well, yeah. you know, he definitely shouldn't kill people because my friend died. We oh, talked um, about this before. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he's just... Get, pick a team and stick with it. Like, whatever. Have a moral choice. Yeah. Whatever it is. Because it could be interesting either way. Just stick to stick it. Stick it. At least the Punisher... Always kills people. (laughs) And Batman Um, never... never... Oh, wait, no. Hang Uh... on. (laughs) So, Charlotte Gage Radcliffe is the last of the Batgirls. You're looking at me, like, blankly. Yeah, I'm going to do a really uncharacteristic... Sorry, what? Yeah, so... After Cassandra Kane abandoned the role, a mystery character appeared as new Batgirl okay. uh, in Birds of Prey. Oh. And it turned out to be Charlotte Gage Radcliffe, who, as I, as, she has superpowers. I don't know what they are, but oh. she has them. Okay. Um, she, Barbara Gordon persuaded her not to continue as Batgirl. So she became misfit. Because no one knows who you are. (laughs) No one's interested. Uh, She became misfit. Okay. But she's the only Batgirl to possess superpowers. Oh. Technically, neither her nor Helena Bertinelli really were Batgirl. No. But I felt like we they wore the back they had the name briefly. So they should. They yeah. we have included them, just for completeness' sake. But no one cares. Okay. Um, and you have no idea who I'm talking about. <laughs> and if no. you don't know, nobody knows. That's, that's basically how it works. Cool. So that was all of the back girls, and um, we already know who your favourite is. So yeah, mine's Barbara Gordon, just because she's okay. the one I actually know. And Least have read any of. Bet Kane. Oh, okay. Because yeah. who cares, frankly. <laughs> It's just not my area of comics. Yeah. I think all the others have reasonably interesting stories to tell, although... The one we don't just, know. <laughs> apart from that one. Uh, but, like, Batgirl has just been a focal point for a lot of things that are wrong with comics about the representation of women. Yeah. And of other ethnic slash life. Just, like, some of the awful shit that happens in comics has happened to Batgirl because she's a female character. Yeah. Um, and... It's never and 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 I think she's also considered in some ways the most expendable character for the Bat Family. Yeah, because it's just like you'd, Robin is was almost quintessentially part of the Batman mythology. Well, he was that, there from the beginning yeah, in a way, you know? in the way that Batgirl hasn't been. Yeah, and Batwoman is now her own thing. Yeah, so that's slightly different. Mm. But it might be, and I don't, I don't know enough to know whether this, but it probably more interesting Batwoman. Batgirl was part of a Batwoman mythology rather than a Batman yeah. thing. Like a Robin to a... That might be a better setup, is yeah, all I'm saying. No. Written by women, maybe. I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> here's, a, here's a crazy idea. It's just an idea. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot there. And I think the thing is with... Uh, there's the, they've had less time and less space within comics to develop as characters mm. in a way that that Robin has and you know they've gone on to be their own characters yeah in a way I mean obviously Barbara's gone on to be Oracle there's problems there and then she's now returned back to Batgirl and mm. um, you've got spoiler I guess and Misfit and Orphan Black Bat all of that sort of stuff but there's no real sense in that they've made their mark in the same way that Nightwing yeah you know has yeah no doubt and the rest of the other Bat family members who are all men yeah um, <laughs> So I think it'd be nice. I mean, I like I said, I literally haven't read enough to know uh, mm. enough about them. But I think it'd be nice to see her in her own film, yeah, and maybe to be a new future for DCU with 
better female characters. Yeah, well, it's interesting because they've got a Batgirl film coming up, which is. is basically, I, I guess if we look at it, if they're looking for a replacement for Ben Affleck as Batman, because that will definitely happen soon, yeah, probably. I imagine. So that would be a good replacement for that, and a less moody replacement, I would imagine. Hopefully. Um, Both actor and character. Yeah. Um, you'd also... They're also doing... Get Matt Damon to do it, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> they're also having a, um, a Shazam film, and they've cast Zachary Levi yes. um, as Shazam. And, again, Shazam is basically happy Superman. Like, <laughs> in the comics, he's he's... You know, there's not much difference because Superman is incredibly happy, just more mature. Yeah. Whereas, you know, Shazam. He's 13. Yeah, Shazam is or like, whatever. you know, yeah. Um, Seven year old, I mean. But it, it's certainly in the cinematic universe, it would be a really good opportunity to be like, here's Superman done right, but not Superman. But here's Superman fine, done right. Yeah, whatever, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You, you can think of him as Superman if, if you like. Yeah, so. His it, name starts with the same letter. True. So, you know, it's a chance to usher the DCU into a it more hopeful hope. direction. It stands for hope. Shazam stands for hope. <laughs> a lightning bolt of hope. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, it, it would it would be nice to see sort of that universe go in a more, I don't know, hopeful direction, I guess. Yeah. Just depends if the films are any bit. good. But, yeah. yeah, it'd be nice for them to make a good film. Yeah. So that would be nice. Yeah. Rather than a film that everyone thinks is good because it's better than the other ones, which yeah. is not. It's the an. Same. It's an. Em- it's also anyway. an Emperor's New Clothes thing, but yeah, it's absolutely yeah. But we've talked about that before. Yeah, I don't have anything more to say about that girl, do you? No, I don't. I mean, yeah, she's she's fine. She's she great. Has, whatever. She's wonderful. <laughs> Take her or leave her, frankly. <laughs> nah, <I'm joking. laughs> uh, it's DC. Who cares? So, uh, <laughs> I'm awful. Is there anything you want to recommend for, for to the listeners? Ed? Yeah, anything um, you've been watching, reading. I can't remember. Doing? I can't remember if I if I recommended it last time, Probably. but I'm going to recommend Doesn't it matter. again. Recommend it again. Um, did I recommend Silver Surfer last time? You did not. I didn't. Well, not that I can remember. Which seems I was listening to you. Fair. It's no. It's fantastic. It's written by uh, Dan Slott and um, with art by uh, Mike Allred, and it's Fair. stunning. It's absolutely okay. stunning. It's it's a uh, it's a finite series. Um, it's um, two two separate runs, but one finite story, mm. and it is amazing. It's it's basically the best Doctor Who story you've never seen. Um, well, wow. the... I'm skeptical about that because I've read Eva Time Walker. So true. This which is... is the best Doctor Who. <laughs> comic you'll ever read this is the best all ages uh, oh, okay. right, yeah. <laughs> yeah where um, less people are murdered directly in the face basically yeah it's it's just Fewer amazing it's um ba- basically the idea is um there's a girl on earth called dawn uh dawn greenwood i think her name is and um the silver surfer and the silver surfer is um brought to this planet why am i imagining him wearing a sweater vest <laughs> oh dude <laughs> like, oh yeah bro like it like a jimmy elson type style oh okay right like a sweater vest little pants <laughs> like. um but yeah so the silver surfer is the called surfer. to um to a planet to save it from right um and basically this planet has been choosing champions uh to fight for them and essentially what happens is the the owners of the planet teleport their their most loved one to the planet and imprison them and say, 
will we're keeping this person here until you defeat this great evil. Uh, sure. And so basically, Dawn Green... Sounds legit. Yeah. And so Silver Surfer arrives, and then the owners are like, ah, we've brought your most loved one here. And Dawn Greenwood appears. And he's, just, and he's I, I don't know who this literally is. literally never met this person in my life. And uh, and so you know, as as it continues, basically she she joins him on his journeys, and they sort of travel the universe and all the space and time and all that sort of stuff. Um, and it's it's really good. Every issue is basically kind of a one and done. Um, and it basically charts their friendship. And the last two issues, I've I've never been moved almost to tears before by a comic, apart from We Three, which is amazing, but genuinely. The penultimate and the final issue, I it is so moving, and the the relationship between the two of them is so intricately and so believably drawn, and the art is so consistently good, and the writing is great, and the characters are it's just wonderful. It's really good, and I I think while while I'd say things like Vision, um and whatnot that Tom King wrote um last year i think it was i think it's probably the best thing marvel have put out in ages Mm. in terms of something that is just all ages and fun and human and moving i'd say silver surfer is it's amazing and it's a character i didn't really have any care for and now i love so yeah i'd recommend that excellent you anything no i (laughs) really need to address how little time i have to do stuff Mm. but you know work is thing that happens yeah i uh, to be fair i haven't watched anything in ages apart from stranger things i've kept up with star trek discovery which is still great yeah still enjoying it jason isaac's still amazing yeah yep clem fandango is still pretty cool (laughs) i mean i can't think of him as anything other than clem Clem fandango Fandango, so you know that's a difficulty that i have to overcome but you know interesting and it's got more star trekky so it starts off quite you know as i said quite kelvin Mm. universe feel and now it's a bit more one story for one episode that's a bit like here's a weird thing that happens and they have to sort of this character goes a bit mad and then hijinks ensue because is it being done hijinks but you know what i mean like it's very star trekky in that sense because is it being done on a weekly basis rather than a new episodes weekly that's cool i prefer that yeah 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 in some ways yeah I mean, I don't, obviously. <laughs> I want it now. punish it into my face immediately. <laughs> so, yeah, but I, I'm just... I'm, clearly, I'm saving up time for the Punisher. Yes, <laughs> that's yeah. right. The saving up your reservoirs of energy and care. I am just going to... Oh, I want all of it. <laughs> I want it all. It looks so good. I'm so looking forward to it. Awesome. Um, but we have to review Justice League. So. We do, yeah. I guess. I guess, yeah. Which is what we'll maybe be doing next episode. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll come back to you on that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll make a decision. We'll tell you at the start of next episode whether we have decided <laughs> whether we've watched Justice League or not. Whether we could bring ourselves to <laughs> salt our senses. No, um, we'll see it. Yeah, we'll let yeah, you know we'll... our thoughts. Yeah, no, definitely. In some fashion or another. <laughs> Just oh, start the next episode screaming, still... and then yeah, okay, I mean, so that was our review on to Punisher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair. I mean, we could do that. We could do that now. We just record it in advance. <laughs> frankly, uh, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Where can people find us, Ed? Well, they can find me on Twitter at Edward underscore Spence underscore, or they can get in contact with you at, at Holy Palmer. 
Yep, or with both of us at man underscore superman pod. Yeah, and I guess they could email us at man and superman podcast at gmail.com, or <laughs> I suppose they could look at us on Facebook if they're using such a retrogressive thing as that. Facebook.com forward slash man and superman podcast. Lovely. So let us know who your favourite Batgirl is. Yeah, please do. And who the worst is. Hint, it's Alicia Silverstone. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. She I was mean, great and clueless, though. So, you know. I mean, she, she's fine. It's not her fault, is it? She didn't write it. <laughs> I'm from Oxford. She's definitely not from Oxford. No, definitely just, not. Just saying. Just, what <laughs> was that? Definitely not related what, to What was that about? Yeah. Like, why did they... Why didn't they just make it... Oh. <laughs> she could have just been from... Harvard? America. Yeah. Like, it didn't... You can have family who aren't from the same country. Yeah, you? no, absolutely. Could have been, could have been like, she because his brother could have married an American. Yeah, and then they lived in America, and their daughter would then be American. You can just see so Ma- it would be fine, wouldn't it? You can just see Michael Goff like during that film slowly dying inside, and then actually on screen as well. Just yeah. like that whole storyline, I think it was just him. He just being refused like, to be yeah, in it. I, I want to lie down. <laughs> Let me lie down. Yeah. That voice actually works quite well with my current <laughs> Yeah, mm. it was so. It was a terrible, terrible film. It's really bad. Should never and have been I love made. it. I know you do. There are some things about you that are unforgivable, frankly. That's fair. That's very fair. That, that, I mean, that is the only one that I can think <laughs> of. It's top of my head. There will be others. I'm sure you've uh, said others well, in the past. Yeah, probably. Someone do a compilation and get back to it. Of all the things I said, <laughs> but don't do that. Take you too long. So. <laughs> Well, anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, uh, no, thanks and, for listening. And girls. And, yeah. and, and women. Yeah. Anyone who listens, thank you very listens. much. Uh, if you like this, please do tell a friend yeah. that you liked it. Don't tell them where to find us. We <laughs> just, don't want them to just know. Tell them, I this is a, just for you and me. I liked a podcast yeah. episode that you, that I re- listened to. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, just, you know, get in touch with people. Keep 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 talking to people about yeah. your day and how, how things are going. Life's too short to lose the lose Sure, the exactly, you yeah. Yeah. Or, or, or maybe ask them to listen. I, d- I don't know. Yeah, what one or the other Whatever. benefits us. Like, if it benefits you, it benefits We're terrible us. at this ending bit. We're never going to get any better, though. So, Shall we end now? 